Hello, friends, and thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Just wanted to remind you all that if there are any different topics or guests that you would like to see on this podcast, you've been wanting to maybe get to know them a bit better offline, you know, through the podcast, definitely, definitely shoot me a DM, reach out to me. You guys know I'm always here for you. Definitely reach out. Enjoy this podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. I have Miss Hannah on the line. Super excited to have her here today. We actually just know each other through Instagram, but Hannah, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, your company, and then let people know how long you've been in business for. Great. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited. Um, yes, my name is Hannah Rose Gray. I go by my full name. <laughs> um, I feel like that's what everyone calls me. So my business is just Hannah Rose Gray Photography. Um, I have been shooting weddings for 10 years, um, full-time probably like four years. So I'm originally from Ohio and then lived in Dallas and lived in Italy and moved out to Flagstaff after I was a nanny in Dallas, but kind of just kept shooting weddings all along the way and had, you know, odd jobs and then eventually photography overtook my life in a good way and I've been doing this mostly shooting weddings and then for brands as well for full-time for like four or five years so yeah awesome yeah and how has your journey been so far for you um what do you feel like has been some of your favorite elements oh man okay so I set out to not be a wedding photographer (laughs) um I set out to be a documentary film photographer. I went to school for fine art film and I wanted to shoot for Nat Geo and I wanted to actually be a war photographer. It's kind of weird. Um, but I'm very attracted to cultures and documentary work um, and kind of what it means to be human. That's really what um, I feel like I, I try to find and try to express in my, in my imagery. And so this journey is not anything that I have thought or planned it would be, but so happy that I just went with the flow and I jumped in and, and that I'm here where I'm at because I love, basically I say this business and this job that I find myself in is nothing that I planned, but is everything that I wanted. Um, I've been able to travel the world shooting weddings the last, yeah, like nine, ten years, um, from Singapore to France to Mexico to the Caribbean to everywhere across the United States from Ohio to Seattle to Colorado to California to Boston to, like, I just, I don't know, they just keep finding me. And so um, I think my favorite element of this is just saying yes and seeing where it takes me instead of having a plan, um, because plans never really work out, you know, all the time. No. <laughs> um, yeah, they don't often in life. So I just realized to release it and keep doing what I'm really good at, which is photography. And I fell in love with weddings after I shot a few with friends in, in college um, and love the documentary aspect of wedding days. They're always different. They're, they always keep me on my toes. It's always challenging. Um, And then I love the people aspect. I'm a big people person. So 
you know, new people, um, good food, dancing, the energy is really high, dealing with moms and bridesmaids and drunk groomsmen and all the things is actually very entertaining to me. <laughs> and I love it. So, yeah, that's some, mm-hmm. some of the gist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Um so what are some of your favorite spots then to shoot at in flag? Yeah. So like I said, I do travel. I used to travel 50% for my job and then COVID hit. So now I shoot mostly um, in Sedona and Flag stuff. Um, so I have a whole list. Let's see. It matters what you want, you know, because it matters the season because we have all seasons up here. And they're so beautiful. Um, so I would say Lockett Meadow is probably one of my number one spots, but not the hike. I would say Lockett Meadow, like uh, like Prairie or like the, the, the meadow right there. <laughs> um, because you can see the mountains and you get Aspen. Up at Snowball is really pretty in the summer and in the fall. Um, I have hidden spots that I don't even have names names for they're just like I was out romping around on a hike or driving around and I I found this location so it's kind of like those are some of my very favorite so it's hard to I don't have names for them I just send my client a pin you know I'm like hey it takes 30 minutes from town but I would say in town there's a lot of good spots too like Buffalo Park and um let's see Observatory Mesa is always pretty, so you want a lot of good, like, pine tree forest. There's – and then I shoot a lot in Sedona, so I'm probably going to, like, include some of these. So I'd say Sedona, Cathedral Rock, even though it's getting overly populated with tourists. Um, I had to wait 30 minutes for parking there the other day. It was absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. But it's oh so God. beautiful that it's, like, worth it, you know? Um, so Cathedral, Bell Rock is really great. Doe Mountain is fun. That's that's a hike, though. Um, um, merry-go-round rock, but you have to take, like, an off-roading vehicle to get there because the road is so rough now because of pink street tours. Um, I mean, I have, like, a whole list. I'm just, like, trying to figure <laughs> out, like, <laughs> like uh, the names of them. Sometimes I just know them. Um, Airport Mesa is really great, but, again, parking kind of rough. Um yeah, I'd say those are my top spots that people want to go to because the mountains, the sunset, the trees, um, and then just the landscape that you can get in Arizona is so crazy diverse, you know? Yeah. So yeah. anywhere you look in Sedona is pretty, or here. Um, so it's, it's kind of nice to just be able to look around and be like, oh, that looks good. Let's just shoot there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, definitely. Um, is there a spot that you've been wanting to shoot at, um, whether it be up where you mm. are or wherever in Arizona? Yeah, that's really good. I feel like when I first started shooting and I moved here about six years ago, I took everything. You know, I'm like, I'll go to Horseshoe Bend every weekend um, because it was so unique and it wasn't that busy and there was all these canyons that we could go into with permits, you know, but like no one was in them and now they're closed because of the tourists. So I used to do that a lot more, like just go explore. 
I want to see what the wave, which I know is like a long hike in, um, which is northern Utah or like northern Arizona near Utah. Um, I think I've done so. I, it's funny. I've actually never been to Devil's Bridge. I just avoid it because the tourists. So, but I've never mm-hmm. been there and I've never shot there. So I think it'd be fun. Um, that's a good question. I haven't really shot in Phoenix that much. And like the Superstition okay. Mountains, I haven't shot there. So I feel like that would be fun for me to get down and shoot more in the cactus and the mountains. That's definitely on my bucket list. Um, my good friend Haley Gullett, she's also a wedding photographer in Sedona, and we were talking about this. And we were like, where do you want to do your engagement pictures? Because she just got engaged and then married recently. And mm-hmm. she's like, is there a spot that you haven't been to that you want to shoot at? I'm like, well, is there a spot that you haven't shot at and that want to go? Because <laughs> we often go to similar places. Um, so we decided to go to the sand dunes, but they were in California, and they it was way worth it. It was amazing. Um so, yeah, I think the wave would be really fun to shoot at, but I know there's some restrictions. And then there's a bunch of shoots in Sedona I haven't been to yet. I know there's some hot springs near Camp Birdie I want to get to and shoot more in the water. So I go to Hawaii um, usually one to two months every year just to play. I need the ocean. I'm an ocean baby. And I've been getting more into underwater photography. So I'm trying to find locations in Arizona that I could shoot semi-underwater because we don't have the clarity like the ocean, (laughs) Um, but more like in the creek in Sedona or have some hot springs or Fossil Creek I've shot at a lot, but taking my underwater camera I think would be more fun. So that's kind of a, yeah, I think that's what I want to do this year. Thanks for asking me that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, So then, you know, with 2020 being the year that it was, moving here into 2021 and beyond, uh, what are you kind of looking forward to? Mm, That's good. So this last year, you know, was rough for a lot of people in the wedding industry specifically um, with weddings having to be rescheduled and canceled and all of that. I think what this year brought me was slowing down. So I feel like I'm actually slowing down more um, rather than ramping up. It just has been 10 years of hustling, you know, and eventually it comes to a point where you're like, okay, I'm good. Like I have clients, I have a good SEO, I'm not going anywhere, and I can breathe for a second. Um, I'm actually hiring two associate photographers under me and training them. I just came from a training with one of them. So I'm very excited about expanding my business so I can take a little, like a step backwards and pursue some more of the things that I'm more excited about, which would look like um, birth photography and becoming a doula in my 30s. That's kind of what my dream was to, to, to move into. I just really feel something on that for my life. I wanted to be a midwife but um, years ago, but I, I just don't think I can go back to school and do all that stuff. I want to still stick with, like, photography, but, you know, doing doula, which is, like, support. And then uh, shooting film again, I really miss shooting film. I grew up shooting film and studied film in college. And what film does is it slows you down. You can't move fast, fast, fast. It is, um, yeah, it's just a good way to step back and look at what photography is 
outside of Instagram and the hustle and the over quantity, like the quantity of photography, what digital can offer, I'm wanting to get back to the quality of what photography is, that it's documenting history and a legacy that we can pass down through generations. So that's what I think I'm most excited about this year. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, what, well, how can we help you then? That's a great question. (laughs) I'm like, what is it? How can you help me? (laughs) I think, you know, SEO is really important, website stuff. Instagram is important. I think just building genuine connections is more important Um, this year more than ever. I think we've realized we've had to all take a breath and deal with shit. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that word. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Um, Deal with with our stuff that we were kind of hiding behind, maybe in business, um, and be like, what can I handle? What do I actually want to do? What am I passionate about? Am I doing this business? And am I running this business because I love it? Or am I just chasing money? And so um, do I actually want to help clients? What's the experience I want to actually give clients and and couples and all of that? So I think within the industry, though, I think it's really important to connect with each other and build genuine relationships so it doesn't – we don't get to burnout and we don't get to this overproducing but underconnecting. Um, that is so easily built into the American way that is honestly really unhealthy. And I think when I lived in Italy, um, I gained a lot of new perspectives that there is more, there's more than just making money and, and growing. Um, but that's really hard as an American to do is like stop producing and stop and just take a breath for a second. And so I'm really passionate about making sure that business owners can do that. And so if we are kind to each other and can help each other in that way, I think maybe, you know, most people would say, follow me on Instagram or, or refer me. But I think it goes deeper than that because we're not just business owners. We're, we're humans, like just trying to make a living. But if we um, can't remember why we're doing this job and, in connecting together as people that are on a creative team trying to make a wedding possible. You know, like I work with the planners and the video people and the florists trying to create a vision for the couple. It's actually not about me. It's about the couple. And so when we can get it back to the heart of the why, I think we'll help each other out. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I love that, though. Um, But – one last nugget now that you want to leave with everyone today. Yes. Okay. Well, I said it a lot, (laughs) but I will say it's okay to slow down. Um, It's okay to listen to what you and your business and your family needs. And that being said, I think outsourcing can be one of the best things you do for your business. So you can focus in on what you're good at. You know, I have, an editor. I have now more associate photographers. Someone does my taxes. I have people doing things for me that I can't 
do it all. Like we physically can't do it all. So to know that um, it's okay to have limits and then listen to that and say no. Um, we don't need every single client, you know, who are going to have weddings in a year. It's not possible. <laughs> I think there's enough work to go around for all of us, especially photographers. I know it's oversaturated, but I trust that there's enough work to go around. And so um, when we can really listen to how much we can take on and slow down and look at that, I think we won't reach a point of burnout. We'll actually listen to ourselves better. I've just talked to so many business owners at the, the point of burnout, and I've been in burnout, and it, it's not a place that we thrive as humans. And so Mm-mm. if we can, you know, slow down and say no to more, but yes to the things that really matter, um, I think – we'll have better weddings, you know, like we'll be able to give more energy to those clients instead of splitting ourselves between 50 or 60 couples instead of 30. So raise your prices Mm -hmm. too. I think that's really important (laughs) as the years go on. Yeah, absolutely. So Um, yeah, I know. I did a lot there. It wasn't just like one thing, but. (laughs) No, it's all good. I love it. Um, It's definitely needed for sure. But you know, super, super appreciate you uh, being here on the podcast yeah. today. Hopefully, uh, definitely, definitely hope to meet you here soon. Um, but yeah, yes. thank you so much again for being on, and we'll chat with you here soon. Great, thank you so much for having me. Perfect. Thanks so much. Bye bye. Bye. Good. Thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. If it did bring you any value at all, please share it on to your friends, your family, anyone who may need to hear it. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, uh, YouTube, all of the places, you guys. (laughs) Miranda Madison events off of all the networks. Thank you guys so much. Have a wonderful day.